Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. And my fabulous guest today is Kayla Moline. She is a nutritional therapist. She's a speaker. She helps people to figure out this thing called wellness. In fact, your company is called... Primary Wellness. Primary Wellness. Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio, Kayla. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I'm thrilled that you joined me here today. I told you before the show what drew my attention to having you come on the show. Now, we've known each other through the National Speakers Association. We've had a few connections in that way. But then I saw this video that you had put out. I think it was on Facebook or something. Yeah, it was. And it had to do with an area that I used to focus on quite a bit in my practice with people who go through a divorce and then have these relationships with ex-spouses. And... Which is always fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big adventure. And in this video, you offered a different perspective. Can you just tell us a little bit about the story behind that and where it came from? Yes. And I'll give you the good side instead of the scary side. Okay. Um, so I got divorced going on 12 years ago now, I think. And... When I was divorced, um, we both quickly got remarried again within about a year, and um, he and I actually got along pretty well with each other when it was just us. And then the ex, yeah, when uh-huh. the exes came along, it was like you have to please your current spouse and then try to make it work with the ex spouse, and then oh, yeah. now the step parents have an opinion, and it's like, what do we do? Uh-huh. And so it got pretty rocky, and it was, you know, there was some hurtful things done, hurtful things said, and it got to a point that it was a really bad situation, and it was not fun, and it dawned on me that this is not what I've been taught. This is not the way I've lived my entire life. I've always made a point to be kind to people. And so that's Can I jump in for just a sec? Because you're describing a dynamic that you didn't expect (laughs) to be a part of your life. Exactly. You didn't plan on this. No way. And I don't think anybody really does. It's just... It just happened, you know, and... You found out where all the stories come from. (laughs) I know, seriously. (laughs) Oh, You know what? And I had to acknowledge that because I I shared with you earlier that part of my career, I spent about 12 or 13 years doing child custody evaluations for the court. Mm. And some of the listeners may not even know this about me, but that is some of the nastiest work I mean, it's good work, but these are the nastiest situations people can get into because when a divorce occurs, there's often a dynamic that that pops out that you didn't expect, mm-hmm. that you didn't plan on. I, I've sometimes um, talked to my colleagues about this, that divorce brings out the worst in people. Yeah, it definitely does. Would you agree with that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and things. I mean, I'd the say, worst in good well, people. Yeah, 
right? Mm -hmm. So you experienced this firsthand. Yeah. And it was really weird for me because like I say, I wasn't that kind of a person. And so Mm. one day I just made a decision and I said, no more. I will not live this way. I don't like it. It doesn't make me feel good. Like, you know, when you're meaning the hate and the bitterness and yeah, when you're really nervous and you have to talk to someone or you're speaking somewhere like for the first time and your mouth gets dry. uh, And so you know that your body is changing and you're having these emotions of, I don't want to be here. Every time I talked to um, my ex-husband's new wife, both of our mouths would get dry. Hmm. And it was interesting because it was like, both of us are having this chemical reaction of the way we're feeling. Oh, yeah. And neither of us want to be here. We don't want to talk to each other. And it was like, okay, I have to strengthen this relationship. So mm. the first thing I did was I sent her a letter on Mother's Day. And because I have a daughter and mm-hmm. she was two years old at the time, maybe three by the time I wrote this letter. And mm-hmm. I just said, you know, thank you for being such a great stepmom. And to tell you the truth, I don't think I believed anything I wrote in the letter because <laughs> oh. I was still having a hard time with everything. And so I just said, thank you for being a good stepmom. You were forcing it. I huh? was. <laughs> uh, I really appreciate everything that you do for my daughter. And, you know, I just made it just full of gratitude. Um, and that's a big step in forgiveness, I think is gratitude. And so I Mm. sent this letter off and never thought a thing of it. Um, and then just kind of slowly, slowly, we began to speak to each other as we would do drop off, pick up type situations. And Mm then I, um, I sent another letter to her. I gave her cookies and like, I just sprinkled a little bit of kindness in every day and I refused to fight. I, and, um, in the video that I posted Mm. on Facebook, I said, I no longer played their game. I gave them zero ammunition against me. Like none. Uh, my family, my dad, mostly, he was so upset. He's like, why do you keep giving in? And my mom, like, all the family parties that my daughter would miss because it was his turn and I wanted to respect his his time. time. Yeah. Sure. Because she loves him just as much as me. She loves his family just as much as mine. And so everyone from all sides was giving me a lot of grief and Mm. I just... Because it's not how it's done, Kayla. (laughs) I know. I know. Uh, They all thought I was crazy and they all thought they were crazy. And like people would even say, why don't you just try to get full custody of your daughter so you don't have to worry about this? And I'm like, yeah, like why? That would just make her upset with me and make her angry with me for taking her dad away. And she loves her dad and her dad loves her. Yes. And so I just kept being nice, kept being kind. And then finally, after six years, she sent me a text and she said, I can't do this anymore. I am tired of hating you. It's taking too much energy away. There's no reason to hate you. So I'm done. And from there on, wow. we just, so it took a while. It took a long time of me just being kind and not giving them a reason, you mm-hmm. know? And, and it's not like I was being deceitful about it either. I was, I was being genuine. And I think they saw that. Um, you know, a lot of people say to me, oh, you should hear my story. That's really great that that worked out for you. But, oh, listen to what my ex-husband My does. story is <laughs> yeah. extraordinary. Exactly. And people right. think that they are different. Well, yeah. And they're not. <laughs> you know you what? Know? They're the king and queen of their own world. Mm-hmm. 
And it's extraordinary for them, but it's not extraordinary in terms of human experience. Every story really is interchangeable. And you say, they say different things. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, I've heard that story before. That was also my story. Like, obviously if you got along, you wouldn't have gotten divorced. (laughs) There's a reason you separated. (laughs) And you have to hate somebody that you've divorced. (laughs) I can't believe they don't communicate. And it's like, well, they didn't before. What made you think they're going to do now? (laughs) Yeah. So it's just amazing at, you know, people think that there's no hope for them. Like Mm. they've, They've made this decision. Now they have to deal with it. Now it's just something that's there. And Mm -hmm. it's not something I believe you have to deal with. I believe it's something that helps you grow. Like I've grown as a person so much because I looked at those situations and I thought, okay, how can I make this better? It strengthened that relationship. It even strengthened the relationship with my current husband now because it's like, well, I'm working so hard on this other relationship that I can... You know, it just sprinkled into every relationship in, into my life. Like, because they're skills, they're, mm-hmm. they're principles that improve relationships. And if you're practicing that in a very difficult situation, mm-hmm. probably your skills are going to improve in the easier ones too. Yeah, it's true. And you do have to practice. And it's not perfect all the time. It's ridiculous to think it will be. You know, mm. sometimes there's still conflict. Sometimes there's situations that arise that make me upset. Even one time a couple of weeks mm. ago, you know, I've, I feel like, yeah, we're doing this. We've overcome. We haven't been in an argument in a really long time. And there was a certain situation that happened where I was supposed to have her back. And then he's just like, oh, sorry, we're out of town. We'll be back tomorrow. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it's my day today. Oh. You know how you think those, Yeah, it's my time. But in my head, I just said, oh, how much longer do I have to be nice? Because I had a really juicy text ready to send. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I didn't send it. I deleted Mm. it. And I thought, how much longer do I have to be the bigger person? And the thought came to me all the time. As long as it takes. As long as it takes, really. Like, I have to be the bigger person every time. And when I make a mistake and when I get angry, I have to own up to it. And I have to apologize and recognize what I did wrong and what I said wrong. So mm. you have to, you know, be aware. You know what seems powerful about that, Kayla? You realized this isn't about them deserving my kindness. Mm-hmm. I heard that in your response just now. It's about I need to choose this because of who I am. Exactly. And because of my own integrity and my choice. Mm-hmm to choose love, to choose kindness, and realizing that it's a choice. I think some people don't see that. I know. And people think that they only have to be kind to people that are kind to them. (laughs) And that's not true. And it's it's easy. I know. It's definitely a lot easier, but you don't grow unless there's struggle. Nothing Hmm. in this world grows unless there's some type of struggle. That's just the way of life. And so that's how we are in our lives too. Every situation that is a little tough, that kind of pulls on the heartstrings, that pulls us in a different direction that we thought would be, you know, like a tree when the wind blows, that's when its roots go deep into the ground. And it's the Mm. same with us. That's how we grow. So, you know, we have to look at those trials and struggles as those moments for growth. And I know it sounds a little cliche and it sounds easier said than done, but it's the truth, no matter what your opinion is. <laughs> you know, that's just how it's, it is. It's still a choice, even if it doesn't feel like it's a choice. Exactly. Yeah. 
And you have to decide and choose how am I going to handle this and what mm-hmm. am I going to learn from it? This has changed the game for you. Mm-hmm. I can tell just in talking to you. I've also, because of my own experience, I've seen people get stuck in that angry, bitter, hatred mode yeah. for sometimes decades, and it just poisons them. Yeah, and it does something to your body, too. You know, everything in life, there's a vibration to it, and, you know, stress brings a headache. That emotion brings a physical pain Mm -hmm. of some kind and it's like that even with hatred like you can feel your blood boil you can feel every part of you like some type of reaction is happening and um you know you mentioned earlier I'm a nutritional therapist well when I was married the first time I was 60 pounds heavier than I am now and when I got divorced I instantly lost weight And I did not diet a single Mm. day. I've since then, you know, changed the way I eat, of course. But at that time, I lost 60 pounds because I released all that negative junk that was weighing me down. I literally lost weight because of forgiveness and moving on and moving forward and letting things go. Wait, forgiveness is a weight loss (laughs) plan? It's a weight loss tool. (laughs) (laughs) There you have it, folks, from a nutritional therapist. (laughs) You know what? There's so much to that, Uh, though. There's chemistry going on in our central nervous system that triggers different processes throughout our body. Yeah. And it will... It will allow you to release other things besides just the hatred and animosity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're yep. saying maybe even some of those extra pounds. Huh? <laughs> I know. Isn't that a great incentive wow, to forgive people? <laughs> I think you've got some steps to share with us, Kayla. And as we come back from this first break, we'll get into those steps that will help people to take a higher level of control. Folks, this is Kayla Moline at Live On Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, Live On Purpose Radio listeners. The fact that you're listening to this show probably means that you're a fan of personal development. Your personal development library should include copies of both of my books, Pathological Positivity and the pocket-sized companion, Portable Positivity. There's a .com for both titles so you can share these books with others. I also have a special offer just for listeners of the show. Go to drpauljenkins.com forward slash L-O-P-R for Live On Purpose Radio. I'll send you signed copies of both for a special discounted rate. That's drpauljenkins.com forward slash L-O-P-R. And welcome back. Kayla Moline at Live On Purpose Radio today. Kayla, you're bringing some nice energy to this conversation today. As I shared with you that I've I've worked a good part of my career with families who are entrenched in these custody disputes mm-hmm. and the hatred and the animosity and the just nasty behavior that comes out of really awesome people. Yeah. 
It's just, it's scary, really, to realize that you could go there, that any of us could go there. Yeah. And I love that you shared with us that it's a choice. It's a conscious, intentional choice for you to take that a different direction. Mm -hmm. I think you cued that up beautifully. Thank you. And maybe there's some steps that you could you could guide us through. What do you think is first? Yeah, I've got three steps that, you know, we'll start small sometimes in this little three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Situation. Three's we, doable. Yeah. Three's doable. Just bite off one at a time. I think the first one is to forgive yourself first because. Wait, you're going to start with the hardest one. I know <laughs> <laughs> it is the hardest one. Forgive yourself. Well, you know, you go through a divorce and there's a lot of guilt that happens too. Mm. Um, with my divorce, I was the one who chose to leave. Um, it was through circumstances that happened because of the other person, Mm. but I was the one that made that choice. And so for a long time, he tried to Mm. make me feel guilty for breaking up the family, destroying this family. Yes, exactly. And your mom just gave up and all of this fun stuff that I'm not a quitter. None (laughs) of which is new by the way, Kayla. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, and so I felt really guilty for leaving. Like, did I give up? I was only married for four years. Should I have stuck it out longer? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I realized that it was on purpose and Mm -hmm. I chose that because I wanted to make my life better. And so I then made my life better. Like there's a lot of people who get divorced to make their lives better and then they stay stuck. And they wallow in self-pity and they just stay in that darkness Mm. and then their lives actually are not better. (laughs) Right. I, you know, that was my purpose was to make a better life for me and a better life for my daughter. And so that's what I chose is a better life. But I had to forgive myself. I had to move on from that choice that I made. There's a hidden truth in here that I want to make very obvious. The choice part. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I think forgiving yourself includes owning the choice, yeah, which is a burden. Yeah, I, it's hard to say I chose this. It's easier to say I I didn't have any choice. Look yeah. at this guy. Look what he did. To He's me. such a <laughs> evil man. Yeah, or whatever. It's easier to do that because then you don't have the responsibility of the choice. At the end of the day, you chose this. Yes. And owning that choice allows you the opportunity then to forgive yourself mm-hmm. and to see that you made the very best choice that you could possibly make given what you were currently thinking or exposed to or what had happened, all the context. You put all that together and you chose. Exactly. Yep. That's powerful. Thank you. So that brings me to number two. Okay. Because I chose this. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of different choices that need to be made because I had a daughter in this marriage. Right. And so there's a lot of situations that come. There's a lot of custody battles that come. There's a lot of who gets the child when, you know, when right. there's a big long break, does the dad get more time? Do you mm-hmm. stick with every other weekend one day a week? Because that's what the law Statutory. says, you know, yeah. like, Visitation. is that what you do? And right. so because... I made this choice and I realized like all that little stuff, number two, don't sweat the small stuff because it's all small stuff. 
You know, you have to make choices every day along the way. And there's a lot of small stuff that comes up. Don't sweat the small stuff. It's all small stuff. I know, all of it. And I should have yelled it too. I'm glad you yelled it. It's all small stuff. Think about it. Like... It doesn't feel like small stuff when you're in it. It feels gigantic when you're in the middle of it. Enormous. I know. Until you step outside and think, why am I crying? Because the pants that I bought her are at his house. Who cares? She still can wear those pants. They're her pants. (laughs) They're not my pants. (laughs) They don't even fit you, Kayla. I know. I wish. (laughs) No. But, you know, just I think of all the silly stuff that drove me crazy You know, you picked her up and now I have to drop her off. Last time I had to pick her up and drop her off both times. Uh, You make me drive way more, you know, like. It seems so silly when you're looking at it now in the Mm -hmm. light of day, in a calm mind. Yeah. At the time, it seems huge. Yeah. And you have to find those triggers for yourself. Find the things that you have a hard time with and recognize what is a hard time? And it's okay to talk to that spouse if you need to send an email. Like, it's okay to communicate with them, even if they have a harsh personality. Mm. Do your best to communicate with them. And when they come back with a fight, try your best to be calm. And I say try your best because your best is all you have. So, right. you have, yeah. You have and to try. when you're triggered, you have different equipment to work with. Mm-hmm. When you talked earlier about how this affects your body. Yeah. Anytime you you sense a threat or feel that things are not the way that they should be, okay, which is an opinion, by the way. Yes. But when you feel that, it triggers a little bump of chemistry into your central nervous system. Among those chemicals is something called cortisol. Mm-hmm. This is the stress chemical. It causes your body to go into fight or flight mode. Mm-hmm. And there's others like adrenaline and, you know. It changes your chemistry. One of my colleagues said, don't respond until the adrenaline is gone. Yeah. And that's good advice. If you're feeling triggered, take some time to breathe. Don't respond yet. You know, that nasty, juicy text you just composed. Don't send it. Yeah, take a breath if you still want to send it in 10 minutes. I like that you brought up fight or flight Mm. because the word fight you have to know what you're fighting for. Mm. Are you fighting to be right? Or are you fighting? Usually. <laughs> yeah, usually that is what people do. Mm-hmm. But when I got divorced, I made a clear, conscious effort. I will make a better life for my daughter. My daughter seeing me have an extremely horrible fight with her dad is not helpful to her. I have to mm. put her first right. in my mind all the time. You know, is she going to see me? getting upset at these small petty things and think that that's how she should live her life as well. You know, is she going to see me say, Oh, because he did this, it caused me to react that way. And so she Mm -hmm. now thinks she doesn't have a choice. And because of other people, it means you have to respond in a negative way. No, I want to teach her the proper skills to overcome conflict. There's a, there's a book called crucial conversations. Right. And it's an amazing book. And it's actually the first book I read about self-help after I was divorced. Oh, And mm -hmm. it helped me so much in like recognizing those triggers and all of those things that were happening. Um, So it was very, very helpful for me. 
So we've got so far, forgive yourself, Mm -hmm. not an easy task, but an important one. Yeah. Own your choice. And then second, you said, don't sweat the small stuff. It's all small stuff. (laughs) Little footnote there. Yeah. And then you say, I I know where you're going. Yeah. Next, I'll let you introduce it. Okay. Number three is gratitude. Gratitude. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of things, you know, you say these are hard. They're all hard and they're all easy because it's Mm. all perception. When you have gratitude, it is impossible to be grateful and angry at the same time. You cannot do it. It's impossible. They're not compatible experiences. Exactly. So if you're grateful, yeah, I was divorced. I do not have a stamp on my forehead that says divorced. Everywhere mm-hmm. I go, people don't look at me and say, oh, there's the divorced women. woman. You know, people feel that way at first. Like you go different places and, oh, I don't have a husband or I can't go or she's at her dad's this weekend, right. you know. But then you stop and think, I have a beautiful daughter who actually took me a long time to get Mm. because there were infertility issues or Mm -hmm. fertility issues, I should say. Whatever you call (laughs) it. Wrong word. But I had fertility issues and it took me a really long time to get pregnant with her in the first place. Mm. So I'm grateful for her. I'm grateful that I have a child to fight for. I'm grateful that even though I still have to have these ties with that man, I have a beautiful daughter that is mine. And she's not mine half the time. She's mine all the time. You know, right. I do share my time with him, but she's my daughter all the time. She's in my mind all the time. And every day I'm grateful for her. Every day I'm grateful for my three new children that I have with my new husband. Mm-hmm. Every day I'm grateful that this other man is their father. And every day I'm grateful that we get to wake up as a family and be together and you know, explore our lives together and create wonderful, amazing lives for these four little children that are now a part of my life. And it's my responsibility as their mother to teach them how they should be. And Mm -hmm. you have to lead by example. You have to lead in the way that they can see it. They're not just going to have you say, do this and watch you do something else. They can't hear what you're saying if what you're doing is so loud. Exactly. Exactly. You have to be that kind of person and have integrity, whether people are watching you and whether they're not, whether anybody knows if you're being grateful Mm -hmm. or not, like that's just part of it. You know, when I had my last baby, um, my daughter's stepmom came and brought me dinner. Mm -hmm. Um, there was another time when she had to have surgery and I went and gave her dinner and my plans were to go drop dinner off and go because I had a lot of other stuff going on Mm -hmm. and I go in and she just had a mother load of laundry. (laughs) We say a mother load because us moms know how to wash the laundry, but there's piles everywhere because the folding and putting away is hard. Mm -hmm. So I sat on her couch and I talked to her. And I folded her laundry while we talked. And it wasn't so I could earn brownie points. It wasn't so that she could see I am a nice person. It was because through this kindness and through this, you know, just amazing love that we gained for each other, we were now friends. You know, I have a saying that when I talk about us, I turned her from my fight into my friend. 
And mm. there's a lot of people who don't like that because they think right. I don't ever want to be friends with this person. But which is a choice. Yeah, exactly. But it's so much better to be friends with someone than the enemies. And you know what? Mm. We were mean and nasty to each other at first. And then we recognized who we really were as people and that we were both trying Mm -hmm. and we had never done this before. And, you know, it was that first letter of gratitude that I sent to her Mm -hmm. that helped her heart to soften. Even like I said, I didn't necessarily believe it, but I had to show her that I was grateful for her because whether or not I believed it, it was true. And that is an interesting point. Yeah. We have these these battles inside our own head about, well, I'm not grateful. Well, really? What are you grateful for? How mm-hmm. can you find the gratitude? Where in this whole mess can you discover those gems? Yeah. And when you ask your mind to look for it, you'll find it. It's there. Yeah, it's true. Sometimes we don't want to look, but we mm. have to. You know, what kind of life do you want to live? Or not. (laughs) Right? Because some people choose misery. It's true. And that offends them. Yeah. To say that it's a choice. Folks, until you see that it's a choice, it's not. Yeah. Once you notice that it is. Now, it's not easy. But have you noticed also, Kayla, that the default is down Mm -hmm. (laughs) and elevation requires effort? Yes. So if we're going to a higher place, of course it's hard. Uh Uh-huh. Do it anyway. I know. It's funny because I posted a video on this same topic on my Facebook page. And Mm. I had a lot of great comments and a lot of private messages. Thank you so much. You helped me. And you really helped me see that I have a different option. And I had one Mm -hmm. guy after like two weeks of the video, some man I don't even know. He's like, I'm I'm unfriending you because of this garbage. (laughs) Like that'll... That'll teach me That'll for sharing ya. kindness. <laughs> like, it was just so funny. And I could have been upset, but I just laughed. Like, he's obviously not in a place yet because we all have to get there when we get there. Right. You know, you can't force yourself to, and you to change immediately. Continue to be offended as long as you yeah. want. Yeah. But it was pretty funny. Like, I'm unfriending mm. you. Oh, no. <laughs> this man, no, I don't even know. please say it's not true. <laughs> so, but it helped me oh, realize. Fun. I was glad he said that, though, because it helped me realize everybody is on their own journey, their own path, and in your own timing. Right. But, Accept it or not, yeah. there's a choice. Yep. Kindness is always better. <laughs> Kayla, you're bringing the kindness. Awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> How can people get a hold of you if they would like to connect with you or find... Uh, a way to bring you in to speak to their group or uh, yeah, I do have, what you do. Yep. My company is called Primary Wellness, but my website mm-hmm. is just under my own name, kaylamoline.com. And it's K-A-Y-L-A-M-O-L-I-N-E. So you can find awesome. me there. And I'm always Facebook, Instagram, all that fun stuff too, if you want to. Kaylamoline.com. Yep. And depending on when you listen to this episode, I know your website is under construction right now. Yes. Uh, so if it's not up when you visit, come on back because it will be there. KaylaMoline.com. Yep. It's going to be bigger and better. So awesome. It's coming. Kayla, any final thought that you want to share before we sign off today? My final thought is wrapping up to the first thought of just be kind, you know, have that yes. conscious effort on purpose to be the person 
to your spouse that you are to everybody else and just own it mm -hmm. you know own up to the person that you are um, stay focused in your goal fight for your children in a good positive way you know fight the mm -hmm. good fight don't fight out of just that spite you have for that person fight for Beautiful. kindness and goodness well you're a great example of what you're teaching us here today thank you for being here at live on purpose radio thanks for having me it's time everybody to live on purpose mm -hmm.